Hey, this is the master of Tiger Style, Lee Moriarty, and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers Podcast. Taking your way in the world today, takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries, sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. And you know what? Sometimes I just don't necessarily want to talk about wrestling. But this is Wrestling Cheers. We like to talk about things going on in Northeast Ohio, independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is another episode where we will not be talking about wrestling. We will be talking about Christmas movies. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe your Everless is Fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose a desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. Like I said, we will be talking about Christmas movies, and to be honest, this was a very hard episode to find people that wanted to talk Christmas movies, but uh, I found somebody. I found uh, Brock. How's it going, Brock? I couldn't find my mute button. I'm sorry. Wait, you said we're talking about Christmas movies? Yeah. Oh, shit, man. I made a list of soup. I thought we were talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your what's your top soup? Uh, well, oh, my, my girlfriend makes really good uh, potato soup, so I'm going to say her potato soup. I had an ex that used to make really good uh, chicken noodle soup in the in our crock pot, but I have not learned how to make that. I hadn't even thought about that in a while, but that's the only thing I could really think of. Like, that's not canned soup that I have. Or does my she she makes good chicken noodle soup too? Yeah, I want to say maybe my my mother in law makes some sort of maybe it's a stew she makes. Maybe it's a beef stew uh, that she makes. Here. I have to I have to ask my wife later. Oh yeah, my my girlfriend's beef stew is phenomenal too. I mean, if if we're talking stews, then my favorite stew is going to be chili, though. Okay, if chili, yeah, chili's a stew. That's probably my favorite. I just like I said last week, I made that uh, last weekend. I love chili. I I, I judged a chili competition uh, I don't know, about a month ago. That was a lot of fun. There was uh, some very unique chilies. Also, like there was one person uh, the they used uh, green beans instead of chili beans. Oh, it's interesting. <laughs> I've never thought about doing that, but I know I have thought about using baked beans. Okay, well, let's, listen. Here's one: if, if you're going to use green beans instead of chili beans, the one thing that I, I will tell you is to season the shit out of it because the beans really take over and. Uh, kind of cover up a lot of the other flavors so you got to make sure you season the shit out of it okay that's a i don't know if i'll do that i mean that just sounds too weird like i i've edited it was i added corn to chili ones and i thought that was kind of weird but i don't know like in bigger scheme of things but that doesn't that doesn't seem that bad like especially compared to uh green beans yeah yeah for sure i i uh i'm not gonna lie i wasn't a huge fan of the green bean chili 
but if it would have been seasoned, you know, seasoned better, I probably would have liked a little bit more. My, I have a basic chili recipe that I use that when I first got a crock pot, my ex found on online and sent it to me. And that's literally been copied and pasted my phone for over a decade. And I always go back <laughs> to the same recipe and it, it's, it's a really easy fucking recipe. But the thing about me is I almost never make the same chili twice because I'll use different kind of tomatoes and I'll use different kind of, uh, beans. Sometimes I'll use chili beans. Sometimes I'll use some kidney beans. Sometimes I'll use a mix. Sometimes I'll use, uh, I think maybe have I used lima beans? I can't remember, but I like, I just like pick two different ones, two different cans. And I pick two different cans of tomatoes. Mm -hmm. So like, I won't necessarily make the same chili twice. And sometimes when I, and I think I've said this before, when I ground, uh, brown my meat, I'll put barbecue sauce in it. And then I might, I might put in a little bit more barbecue sauce. Like when I'm throwing everything in the crock pot, cause I, I do tend to make like a sweeter chili and yeah, I like, I like to have a little bit of spice in mine, not yeah. like, you know, overpowering, but I like to have, uh, yeah. I don't like sweet chilies that much. Like, I, I don't think it's like a sweet, sweet chili, but like, I mean, it, it's, I would definitely say it's on the sweeter side. There's, there's no spice to it. Hands down. Like I don't, I don't do any like spice like that. Like I do use a regular, uh, recipe, like kind of like that I had mentioned, like the only spices that I add and I'm saying difference between spice and spicy there's spices in it, but it's not spicy. But anyway, uh, like I just used, you know, chili powder, cumin, pepper, and there's another one that I'm, uh, garlic powder. Like that's it. Yeah. That is a pretty simple recipe. Mm Mm-hmm. See, I, I have two different uh, chilies that I make. If I'm just making it at home, it's, you know, I just use ground beef. Uh, but if you get it you know, through smoking jays, um, I use brisket, and I also smoke my chili. Oh, so okay. A little bit of extra love that goes into that one. I won a chili contest last year for Brownsbackers, and it was the first time that I did this, and I actually did it successfully, I should say. I made... My recipe regular calls for just one pound of ground beef. Well, I, I made a double batch. So like every, obviously every ingredient was doubled. I, but I used only one pound of ground beef and one uh, pound of sausage, ground sausage. And I make, oh, you know, I, I like sausage and chili. Yeah. Like I think like both of them together, like added like a really, really good mix. I don't make that one a lot just because like, I know I'm going to need all that meat. And I'm going to have to have double mm-hmm. and like having like double leftovers and everything like uh, this week. I think we had, I had chili for two days afterwards and that was just me eating it. So I don't always need like a week's worth of chili. <laughs> I mean, so there, there are times yeah. that I'll fucking eat it because my rule is if I come home hungry, like I don't care what I'm eating. And yeah. there, there's been times like that where it's just like, oh, I'm eating chili again. I'm so hungry. I don't care. Like it just all sounds good. So yeah, no, yeah, you can always freeze it if you need to. That's true. I, well, I have a apartment sized uh, refrigerator. Oh yeah, I mean, so I like, too. I, so I like, get it. So like, I don't necessarily have like enough room in there, and I don't have a deep freeze. But I think like, yeah, down the road, yeah, that'd probably be something I would do, especially if I had the the room to do it. Yeah, but the, that mix was is really great. I'm debating whether I'm going to enter the same thing because I had our Kent Browns backers. Super Bowl party, we oh, we've always do a chili cook off. So like I won last year. It's like, do, do I wanna really wanna enter again? Like if I win cool. Yeah, man, you gotta go defend that title. I don't know. So sometimes it's like 
if I win, like I might be good for a while. Like I've said before with the AIW's gauntlet for the cache and the J lit bracket tournament, after I won both of those within the same year, actually like months of each other, I was like, all right, I'm never entering this again. I won back to back. Like I'm done <laughs> fucking done going out on top. Yeah. Like no, no one's doing not only winning one, winning the other one. And that goes by like luck of the draw for gauntlet for the cache and being able to have the luck to predict how the bracket was going to fall. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, that's, that's really lucky. And I'm, I'm never doing them ever again. I, I I've had like people ask me like, Oh, are you going to do a bracket or oh, are you going to do gauntlet for the cache? I'm like, no, I went back to back. And that was like 2013. No, I'm good. I've, I've, I've proven my point. <laughs> I've won. No, I'm on top. Actually, because I've only did. I can't remember if the the bracket thing cost money to do, but I think it might have been the first year they did it, if not second, because it was the second Jaylet. But Gauntlet for the Cache, the first one I lost. I got the good old the Chad, and the the next year I got Colin when he won as number one. So yeah, I'm not. I'm good on that shit. Not too bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't do any of that stuff. Uh, like for a gauntlet, uh, I keep my money. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I do too, <laughs> especially now after, like I said, being on top, like even yeah. after, after losing one, I, I you could say like I was, I'm 50, 50, I'm one and one, but money wise, I went from losing money to getting money. So yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Go out on top. Well, we're not here to talk about food. We're, uh, AIW. We, we are here to talk about Christmas movies and I, I will admit it is because number one, I wanted a, an easier episode to do because as of this recording, I have three next two episodes you're going to hear are going to be recorded this week that I'm recording. So there's a lot that's going to go into them and I don't, I didn't necessarily want to try to do some research for an interview. I wanted a nice shoot in the shit one. And I was like, well, Christmas movies are like, we're right in December. This is Christmas movie time. Let's talk about Christmas movies. And so many people I asked, they're just like, I don't really care that much about Christmas movies. I'm like, motherfucker. Like, can you, can you give me a top list and a worst list? Cause that's all I need. Cause we, we, we can sit there and talk about that. Like it doesn't, we don't have to necessarily like go in like nuances and everything. Like me and Stacy with horror movies. Right. So that's like, yeah. You know, like I told you, uh, I'm not really like that big into movies in general. Yeah, but I could at least you know put together a, a, a list for you, and uh, you know because like I, I you know I remember whenever I was a kid in the nineties going to like Blockbuster on Friday night, and uh, like my my parents would rent a movie, and I would always go and rent like you know a wrestling a wrestling pay per view or uh, I'd rent like a video game or something. Uh, so like I'm kind of with Young Ed on the whole movies are long and. I just don't want to sit down to watch them. But Christmas time is like the one time of year where I am like more open to sit down to watch movies. And I've even been at, you know, like I'll come home from work and I'll look at my girlfriend's play. Hey, you want to watch a Christmas movie? She's kind of, you know, like me where she doesn't watch a whole lot of movies and she'll just be like, ah, okay, I guess. <laughs> All right. We get to watch a Christmas movie. I know with me, Especially like when, when me and my wife got together, even when we moved in together, I should say like we've had things where we've just watched like a bunch of Christmas movies and I'm, I, I feel like it's kind of weird. I always put my Christmas movies away 
throughout the year because like I I have no urge to watch Home Alone in July. Come December, that that changes. So I have fun getting those movies out, but like we'll sit down and like watch some. And over the past like few years, we've bought a lot. And sometimes it's oh, I really wanted to see this movie, or oh, I haven't seen this in a long time, or or stuff like that. And sometimes we have themes of like movies we're watching or movies we're watching for that particular Christmas. And past few years, it's been kind of like, I mean, we, we have our ones that are like, we always want to watch like for me jingle all the way on Christmas Eve, but also movies we've either never seen. We don't remember if we seen or like one of us seen it and the other one hasn't like for this year we've watched, I think we're at four movies right now. And the first two, neither of us had ever seen the third one I had seen when I was little and I remember not liking it. Spoiler alert. It's going to show up on the worst list. So I'm not naming any names. And the one we just watched tonight, first time I had ever seen it. She had seen it. I liked it. Uh, but I, I don't know how much I'll be revisiting. That's the other thing I think of too. Like with, with the four movies I just mentioned, the first two might be, I might try to revisit every year too. Just depending. I'm not going back to the third one for another like 20 years, 20, 25 years, 30 years, whatever. Like I remembered why like I didn't necessarily like them. It, it, it wasn't as bad as I, th- I kind of remember, but it was still not as enjoyable. And then the one tonight, like I might revisit every like two or three years. Like it was, it was good enough for at least that. So, and I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't watch too many like new Christmas movies. Uh, pretty much everything that I watch is, you know, I watch because of nostalgia um, so I mean, like that, that's and that's going to be like a lot of my list uh, for like the best ones. Um, I mean, and the one on my worst list also. I watch you know every year, um, just because nostalgia and kind of like takes me back and you know whenever I was a kid. So yeah, I don't watch too many new, too much new stuff. I'm willing to watch new stuff, but it's not necessarily they're not necessarily like brand new, like literally. Two of the movies that we actually I'll, I'll mention the first two that we watched because they they don't appear on my top five in there. I would not put them on my worst five. And that is the original and the 1994 version of A Miracle on 34th Street. Literally, we watched them back to back same night. And I kind of wanted to do that because I would be able to have like all the references and everything in my head, like fresh from the first movie. And. I was surprised. I cannot tell you which one I liked more because there were definitely a lot from the original that I liked. I am someone who I can watch movies from 30s, 40s, 50s that are in black and white, uh, and especially like back before there was like huge like soundtracks and everything and, and musical scores. Like I can watch them and enjoy them because to me they're like they're almost like plays because I think that's kind of the way movies started off before they added a lot of music and mm-hmm. and a lot of camera cuts to where, you know, it was shot like that, which is fine. I, I really do enjoy those, but there was nothing against that for, for me and that one. But th- there were some things that maybe I didn't like as much. And like, even there, there was even some things in it that weren't in the, the 1994 version that I was just like, Oh, I kind of like, I kind of like that original version part of it, but there was other parts of it. Like the, the main um, child actor, Mara Wilson, uh, for those who don't know her, uh, she was also uh, Matilda. Like, I think her in that role was fucking great to where I liked, you know, that girl over the one in the original. And there's like other stuff that I liked in the newer one of the, uh, compared to the original. 
But after watching both of them, it's like we might revisit one a year. Like next year, we might go back to the original. Then the year after that, we go back to the 1994 version. Like I enjoyed those. And for me, it's like I could have watched the 1994 one when I was little. I just didn't. And then obviously the, the original has been around my whole life and I still never went back and watched it. But now I wanted to see what it was like. And I, I think like sometimes you can add like when a good movie comes along, whether it be a Christmas movie or not, and you can throw it into some sort of like top five list, even though it's new and like it being that good is can battle nostalgia, I think is awesome. I mean, it it takes a lot like Miracle on 34th Street won't, isn't in my top five, but I think if I were to make a top 10 list, I would have trouble like putting both of those not in that list. And like, I don't know which I'd put higher, but still enjoyed them. Yeah. I've never seen the original, but I've, you know, I, I do remember the 1994 version. Um, I mean, I, I watched it whenever I was younger. So I don't, I don't really remember a whole lot about it. But mm-hmm. I do remember, I do remember watching it. Um, she was great in Matilda too. I mean, that, that girl's a good, uh, she was a good child actor. Whatever yeah. happened to her? Uh, ironically enough, uh, she was supposed to be at Still City Con this past weekend that I went to. Uh, she had to cancel, I think, because she was sick. She got sick. But if I'm correct, because like her main movie she did was like Matilda, Miracle on 34th Street, and uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. I uh, she I know she did yeah. other ones, but like those, like if you're gonna know her from any movie, you're gonna know her from those three. Especially like our generation, like Matilda was huge, and that's weird yeah. saying compared to a Christmas movie. That still, I think that's on a lot of people's list. And, um, and Mrs. Doubtfire, like Mrs. Doubtfire, like, is it like as a movie, like probably bigger above, above more generations, but as a kid's movie, like people still talk about fucking Matilda. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I, I want to say maybe when she got into her teenage years, she like stopped acting. Like she doesn't really do a lot of acting now. I think she does a lot of political stuff actually, but as like, as an actress, like she just doesn't do it. I mean, good for her. Yeah. So, uh, what should we start with? Our best, or should we start with worst? I don't know, man. You're the host of the show. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just here, just along for the ride. I thought we were talking about soup. <laughs> okay, let's let's talk about worst. And um, <clears throat> I only did top four because I couldn't necessarily think of a fifth. Like I could prob I could probably find one, but off the top of my head, there are four in particular. One, a lot of people are going to hate that I have it on the list. There's a younger generation that's going to hate that I have another one as my number one. And I mentioned one from earlier. But for me, like, kind of that's the other thing. Like, people, like, I don't, I don't know if I can create, a, like, a worse list. But it's like, did you ever watch a, any movie where you're just like, oh, my God, that was fucking horrible? Or even to the point, like I mentioned earlier, the one that I had seen where I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not vi- visiting that for another 30 years. Yeah, I mean, have you ever watched a, a Hallmark Christmas movie? Those oh, are all terrible. My wife loves them. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm happy that it's one of those things like she doesn't like, well, we have to watch. Well, there's this new one. We have to watch it. No, like that's like her. <laughs> I'm going to sit down and watch this. And like she knows I'm going to walk away or I'm going to do something else or I'm going to make fun of her. <laughs> 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 Not like in a mean way. Like I will like especially like when you get to that like cookie cutter story of like, oh, like I'm coming from out of town and blah, blah, blah. And I'm heartbroken. It's like, oh, 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 there's that guy. Yep. That's who she's going to wind up with. Yeah. Yeah. My, my girlfriend said the other day that she, uh, she wants to, or she thinks she should work in like Hollywood with writers telling them everything's too predictable. 
she could, you know, she could potentially keep us from having to watch the same Hallmark movies over and over again, just with different actors. Yeah, but there's people out there that love that shit, though. That's the thing. Like, I'll, I'll at least say this with Hallmark movies. They're not like the big theatrical movies to where like, they're going to be rolled out into a screen and all this. you got to pay for it to watch it and all this kind of stuff. No, they're going to throw it out on your t- TV and like you can sit on your couch and watch it. Like, I feel like the hype around them is the hype that they deserve of being this like TV type thing, like straight. I, I actually, if I were to uh, say that it was like something, it's very much like sh- straight to DVD movies or straight to VHS movies when we were growing up. Yeah. Like when, when you saw something was getting a sequel, but it was going straight to VHS, you're like, oh, that's going to be garbage. And that that's kind of the same thing. Like this is like straight to the Hallmark channel. So, you know, it's like, all right, this is going to suck. Do you, you remember those Ernest movies? Yes. Those were straight to VHS, weren't they? Mm. Were those actually in the theaters? So, yeah, I mean, there's a shit ton of them too, you know? There, I just watched a video on all that and there was like, the first few were made a certain way and then like they switched to Disney and Disney put them out a little bit differently. So like those might've been straight to home movies. Okay. So I just, I remember watching those whenever I, cause I, I, I always loved, uh, I don't know why, but I always loved the Ernest movies whenever I was a kid. Uh, Ernest scared stupid was one of my favorite ones. I, I want to revisit those. I remember loving them as a kid, but, they were movies that I didn't own. And if I didn't own them, probably means I didn't like sit down and rewatch them multiple times or if they weren't on, you know, HBO a lot. And that's, yeah. kind of, that's kind of where they fell. Like maybe we rented them once and everything. And like, and I, it's been so many years. Like I don't remember, but I want to say I've seen scared stupid. And I think I've seen Ernest saves Christmas, but it's been so long. I really couldn't tell you anything that's in those, but I, I was watching some YouTube channel and they had this video talking about like the lifespan of the earnest character and all everything that it went through and th- there's a lot more that I didn't know about and I think they were those were definitely straight to home release the other ones could have been too I just don't remember okay I don't know why I thought about I don't know why I thought about those I did see I don't remember what channel what uh, streaming service that was that I was scrolling through the other day but I did see that um, Ernest Saves Christmas was on one of them I was thinking about watching it. Something tells me it was Tubi. I don't have Tubi. Okay. It might have been. I don't know. I've got. We have like so many different streaming services. I mean, it, it might have been Stars that I saw it on. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just I remember I saw it on one of them the other day, and I was like, man, I used to. I loved those movies whenever I was a kid. So I was just like, I you know, you know, same thing. Like maybe revisit some of them, especially the Christmas one right now. How many uh, worst movies did you come up with? Uh, I have a list of five because that's what you told me to do. Yeah, yeah. My 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 five worst soups. <laughs> okay, uh, what was your uh, fifth movie? Fifth worst. Well, I don't I don't really have uh, I didn't really put them in like any type of order. Okay, um, just okay. I think my worst are definitely aren't in an order except for number one. Everything else after that, it just just depends. But uh, well, yeah, I, I mean, I, I did it with my best too. Um, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm just, I suck at rating things, um, so I can just tell you if I don't like it, and uh, so that's just kind of what I did with uh, with my worst and you know with my best. Yeah. 
Um, so I mean, for my, my first worst one, I'm just going to say home alone three. Uh, oh man. All right. This uh, show is over. We are. <laughs> I like three. I, li- I like three. You like three. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. So I just, uh, look, man, I'm a big fan of one and two. Absolutely love them. But home alone three, uh, I just, I can't get in the max keyboard, man. This is what I say about it. If I were to compare it to any movie out there, I compare it to Major League Three. And I think it's, for me, it's the perfect comparison. One and two for both franchises were great. Like, there's yeah. there's no debating yeah, it. And I think for one and two for Home Alone and Major League, it's a toss-up for a lot of people, which is better. I think Major League One might edge out Major League Two a lot with a lot more people. But, I don't know, growing up watching both of them, I... I loved it. I loved them both. I couldn't tell you which one I liked more. But three for both of them, it's like, are they as good as one and two? No. But I felt like they're decent. I I don't have three on my top five at, at all. I, I don't know if I'd put it on my top ten. But I feel like, especially with where we saw Home Alone go after three, I think three looks like a good movie compared to the rest. Compared to like everything afterwards, not one and two. So no, I mean I, I I agree with you on that. But compare, I mean, I didn't enjoy it uh, nearly as much as what I did with Home Alone's one and two. So I, you know, that's one of those movies that I'm not going to go back and revisit. You know, like whenever I'm watching Christmas movies, it's not one that I'm going to throw on. We revisited that, I think, last year because I have a Home Alone set one through three. I actually had one that was one through five, and I got rid of it because I forgot I had one through three. And I'm like, okay, I only really wanted it for three anyway. If I already have three, then fucking get get rid of this thing because I'm probably never going to watch the other two because I've heard nothing but horrible things about the other two. And I haven't even watched the one on that came out on Disney Plus last year. I think that'll be something we try to squeeze in sometime this year but yeah i don't i yeah, just, I, ju- I, I just, I just saw that they had that one the other day we were we were scrolling through disney plus because um, i made my girlfriend watch the first home alone and um I, I saw that there was the that new one and we started watching the trailer for it we're just like yeah nope not gonna do it i mean i've put i put myself through worse like some of the movies that are on my my worst list but I mean, I've watched wrestlers versus zombies, so I, I, I've definitely watched worse, worse things. But I also have better things to do with my time than to sit down and watch a shitty movie. I mean, I plan on watching uh, Santa with Muscles this year. Because, oh no! <laughs> because I found it at Toy Hio in January or February, whatever, whenever it was. And when I found it, it's just like, oh, I have to like, we have to like watch this because I mean. I made it, my Justin. Justin, <laughs> listen, listen to what you just said. I saw a movie called Santa with Muscles and said, "Oh yeah, I have to watch this." Yeah. Why? I, I, <laughs> I made my wife watch, and this is the first time I watched either of these movies last year, and I I had to watch one before the other. Uh, the live action singing turtle movies. The, the the live show one and the Christmas one. I had never seen them and I had to watch the concert 
before I watched the Christmas one. And I remember during that one, Amanda was just like, what the fuck am I watching? And I'm just like, I, I, I've been wanting to watch this for a while. Is it, is it great? No, not at all. Wow. All right. So I'm going to take Home Alone 3 off of my worst <laughs> list. And I'm going to put Santa with muscles on there, even though I've never seen it. I'm putting it on there just because of the name. Wait a minute. Do you, do you know who's in Santa with muscles? No, I didn't even know that it was a movie until you just told me that. Hulk Hogan. Oh, it's definitely garbage. <laughs> I want to say this movie had to be like straight to VHS. And I know everything I said earlier, but hey, I, I, I'm also someone that has went out and watched the room in a theater. So I, I got to I, I got I to experience it once. Do you? though? Yeah, I, 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 I got to. to experience it. It's probably going to be like now this now tradition of like watching these like shitty fucking uh, Christmas movies. <laughs> Why would you put yourself through that? <laughs> I say that, and then I'll get I'll get to my first one because I technically might revisit it this year. But uh, I saw this in the theater, and like I would say that this is the child's version of a Hallmark movie of like just how bad it was. I but we own it on VHS now, and so we might revisit it but jack frost for for those uh not to be confused with the horror movie jack frost this is the uh the kids christmas movie starring michael keaton you know i forgot about that movie and for some reason i feel like i liked that whenever i was a kid i remember not liking and i remember seeing that it was the only movie i had ever seen in our newspaper that they gave like mini reviews and star ratings for it was the only one that ever got a no zero stars maybe i didn't like it then but I do remember that. I forgot that that was a movie. But yeah, I do remember watching that when watching that when I was a kid. Yeah, I I remember very little from it, but I remember being like, "Yeah, this is kind of like going back like what my criteria is." If I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not revisiting this anytime soon," it's kind of that. Wasn't one. it like a? I think it was like a thing of like he got kicked out of the house or something for being a, a piece of shit husband or piece of shit dad or something, and turned into a snowman. That's. I said that and my girlfriend points at me. Okay, so that was the plot for Jack Frost. Okay. Okay. <laughs> thank, thank you for the peanut gallery for clarifying because I would have been no help because I haven't rewatched it yet. But yeah, uh, yeah, I don't remember that being like really good. And of all the, like of all the Christmas movies I watched, that's definitely uh, towards the bottom. Well, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, it kind of seems like the plot for. Uh, the movie Family Man with uh, Nicolas Cage too, but maybe he—I don't know—maybe he was like a businessman. That was a Christmas movie too. Um, maybe he was like, yeah, cause he was go, like trying to get home for Christmas or some shit. I don't know, maybe not. What's uh, what's your second pick? Uh, um, for worst, or are we on best? Now we're on worst. Okay, um, four Christmases with uh, Vince Vaughn and. Uh, Reese Witherspoon. I'm not a big fan of Vince Vaughn. And I mean, outside of like Wedding Crashers, which wasn't even a good movie, uh, there's not really anything that Vince Vaughn has done that I can actually say that I, I like. Dodgeball? Okay, yeah. Dodgeball was a really good movie. Uh, so outside of Dodgeball and kind of uh, Wedding Crashers, I can't really think of any other movie that Vince Vaughn has done that I liked. 
but I, I would argue that like dodgeball is good, not because of Vince Vaughn, like so many people in that movie, mainly Ben Stiller and Rip Torn, like they make that movie hilarious. I mean, there's a lot of others that do too, but Vince Vaughn is like, he's more he of like a replace with anybody else there. And the movie would have been just as good. Yeah. Cause he, he's more of just like a regular dude and yeah. like everybody's cool. Yeah. Everybody around him is like a little bit crazy or have like this, like, these character things to them and all that kind of like, yeah, you could be easily, easily been replaced. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I've, I've never seen four Christmases, but that's kind of on my list of something to see just because it is a, a widely known Christmas movie that I've never sat down and watched. So I want to give it a shot, but I will say like, we don't own it. So I don't know how soon I'll be watching it. Uh, I saw it on one of our, our streaming services, but I can't remember which one. My next uh, worst movie. It's the one that I watched when I was little, and I thought it was boring. Like the only memory I have of it is that this movie is boring, so I never wanted to go back to it. And then we're in this like craze of like buying uh, Christmas movies and everything. I bought this one uh, uh, off like Voodoo or something. Like it was like on a sale. Like, I think real cheap. So I was like, oh, okay, cool, I'll buy it. Why not? And that's Prancer. Half of that movie. I haven't, I haven't watched it, but I've, I did see that one uh, whenever I was scrolling through some stuff the other day. Uh, yeah, on one of our many streaming services, I, I did see Prancer. Yeah, the, like I said, as a kid, thought the whole thing was boring. I will admit, as an adult, it was a little bit better, but the first half, still boring. It gets, a, I get, I'm more excited now towards the second half, but I feel like it's still like, it's not, it wasn't good enough for me to be like, oh man, I totally overlooked this movie. I need to come back to it next year and the year after that. Blah, blah. I'm like, nope. Um, when my brain decides to forget how shitty this movie was and makes me watch it again, I'll revisit it. But as of right now, no. Like, literally, like the first half of that movie, like, it felt the same to me. Like, oh yeah, this is why I didn't like this movie. It's still boring. But yeah, was- so I'll make sure that I add that onto my list of movies to not watch. <laughs> And it's like, uh, God, that's like late, late eighties, early nineties. And like one of the only people that I, uh, I recognize in it, like granted the, the main dude, Sam, not Sam Houston, dude with the mustache. Isn't Sam Houston, Jake the Snake Roberts brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely like screwing up names, but I can try to look through IMDb real quick. Sam Elliott. No, I said Houston. Yeah. Sam Elliott's in it. Like he's the like the main actor, but there's also a very young Johnny Galecki in it. Okay. So like, I mean, granted, he's only in it for like he's in it like at the beginning in the scene in a classroom, and then he like shows back up maybe halfway through for a scene, and that's kind of it. But still, like seeing him throughout the years through like Roseanne or Big Bang Theory, like just seeing his face on TV and like seeing it pop up here, it's like, oh yeah, that's him. So yeah, it's. Skip it, probably, but uh, what's your next one? Well, uh, sticking with the Vince Vaughn uh, category, uh, you know, the best thing that he did was make a bunch of Christmas, or the smartest thing that he did was make a bunch of Christmas movies because, you know, they're just going to get played on TV every year. Uh, but Fred Claus was another one that I thought was, uh, it's, on, it's on my worst list. Again, not a fan, man. That's, I think we own it. I think that's, we might watch that this year. It might fall in the next year. I don't know. 
But I'll say this. The only thing I liked going into Fred Claus without knowing anything is I know Ludacris does the theme song for it and I've heard it and I like it. (laughs) Other than that, I got nothing. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I can't do Vince Vaughn. I mean, that's understandable. I'm not a huge fan of uh, Tom Cruise and people think I'm crazy for it. No, I know. I, I'm right there with you uh, with Tom Cruise. I'm not a big fan of him. Uh, Top Gun and like this new Top Gun movie, you know, both of those were good. Like I didn't, I didn't like any, like I didn't like him in any of the Mission Impossible's or really anything that I've ever seen him do. He just, I don't know. He he has, I feel like he has a very punchable face Mm -hmm. and I just like, whenever I, I see his face, like I just want to punch it. And, uh, so I just don't watch anything that he does. I, I've seen Top Gun once. I have no urge to watch the sequel, even though people are like, oh, it's great, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I got, I got no attachment to it. And granted, like when he did the Scientology shit, that like made me not like him even more. But I'll always say, even before that, there was never like this thing of like, he comes out with a movie and it's like, oh, I got to go see it. Tom Cruise is in. Like he never did anything for me. So like, yeah, I mean, every movie that he does, they're all the same. You know, like he, he plays this, like the same person in every single movie, I feel. The only time he was in a movie that I liked without like some like weird cameo that we didn't know, like uh, Austin Powers Gold member, but I think he might have been advertised for, or maybe not. So you might be a weird cameo, but Tropic Thunder, but that's like a, a different type of movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I don't like Tom Cruise at all. Tom Cruise and Vince Vaughn, they're, they're both on my shit list. My number two is going to ruffle some feathers. Your number two? My t- oh, number you two. Said you only, that's right. Yeah, I, I only have four. You said you only had four. Yeah, so so my worst uh, number two is A Christmas Vacation. All right, show's over. <laughs> um, For me, uh, this was actually said on At Odds this week, but I've actually said it before too. I don't even think... I mean, there's people out there that say, like, it's the best vacation movie. I don't even know if it, I mean, people say it's the, the best Christmas movie. And I'm like, I don't know if it's the best vacation movie. I put um, the original number one. Like, that's, like, so iconic. I put Vegas Vacation number two. And I honestly have to revisit European Vacation because I remember liking it when I was younger. But I haven't watched it in so long. Like, I, I want to give it a fair shot of, like, Am I just remembering it wrong or, or whatever to eventually like, I might think it's worse than fucking Christmas vacation, but I just, I don't know what it is about the movie. Uh, maybe it's because like, I don't have nostalgia for it. I didn't watch it all the way through. I think it was probably like 2017 whenever like first Christmas me and Amanda had that's when 2016, but I feel like I, mean, I, I didn't I, watch it until I was an adult, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's a great movie. I, I don't I don't know what it is like it just doesn't do anything for me. I'd rather watch okay. with it comes to vacation movies. I'd rather watch the original or like I love I fucking love Vegas Vacation. But yeah, that's gonna get me with heat with some people because like I know like there's a lot of people that love that movie. And granted, there's there are some great lines like you know you know Merry Christmas shitters full whatever. <laughs> like there are some like good lines that I could, I could be like yeah that, that's fun. But like as a movie. Like, I don't, I, I'm just not a fan. Okay. I, I mean, everybody is entitled to their own opinion. Uh, so please remember that. Uh, <laughs> That's true. A little bit. <laughs> That's 100% fine. 
<laughs> as long as you don't say my number one on your your top list, which I don't think you will. I think a younger generation is going to hate that I have number my number one. But proceed. We'll what, see. What's uh, what's your next one? Uh, Christmas with the cranks. <laughs> <laughs> Seen this coming. Uh, I know we have that. We almost watched that tonight. That was like on the list of possible movies. Uh, but yeah, I'm, there's a lot of movies like Christmas movies from the 2000s that I was never interested in. So ha- trying to sit down and watch them is going to be interesting. And like, we actually just watched one of them tonight and it was, I thought it was good. And I even said like, I'll, we'll probably revisit every so once in a while. And that's uh, the holiday. I thought that was, that was actually like a really cute uh, Christmas movie. It's more of a rom-com Maybe, yep. maybe just move more straight up chick flick, but still like there was shit that I actually like, really enjoyed about that movie, but it, will, um, it doesn't, it doesn't make my top five or top 10. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know the whole, uh, there's definitely some funny parts in it. Uh, but, uh, the movie as a whole, um, just, you know, it wasn't for me. All right. I'll let you reveal your number one first. Okay. So, Remember whenever I said everybody's entitled to their own opinion? Yeah. Um, this is one of the movies that I do watch every year uh, at Christmas time, but the movie as a whole is not very good, mostly because the governor is not a good actor. Oh, and show's so over. Show's I'm sorry, fucking I'm over. Sorry, Justin, but I, I got to put. It, I got to put Jingle all the way in my worst movies category. Nah, that I don't know. Did did you not grow up like being a Power Rangers fan? No, I wasn't allowed to watch it. Oh, uh, okay. Um, to me, like the hype around Power Rangers, it like echoes in that movie. But obviously, they can't no. they can't use Power Rangers. So it's like I enjoy it for that. A lot of fucking one liners that I thoroughly enjoy, like. Like that's definitely yeah. showing up on on my list of like top. I, I loved that movie as a kid, but the the movie as a whole is just not very good. And like Sinbad is like the only good thing, you know, in that movie. Well, you know, him and him and the giant. Uh, Giants in it. Vern Troyer's in it. Uh, Phil Hartman. <laughs> Fucking Phil, Hart- like. F- like, I, I just I just watched it again like a week ago. You know, like I said, man, I watch that movie every year for Christmas, but it's just not not a good movie. All right, uh, I know we're going to talk talk about this more. Oh yeah, we're we're going to talk about this more and how great it is. But uh, <laughs> my number one, which uh, I hope this isn't on your your top list, or I'm going to lose a lot of respect for you. The worst Christmas movie I've ever watched. Like I, re- it was one of those like I remember watching it. Uh, about 10-ish years ago, and I kind of thought it was boring. So again, recently, I was like, oh, I'm like, maybe I'll like it. Maybe, you know, I'll watch it again. Watch it again. Oh, shit. Nothing's fucking changed. And that is Polar Express. That movie. No, it's not, it's not on my list anywhere. <laughs> oh, that movie. Oh, it's... It is so boring. Stick stick to the uh, book version. That is only a handful of pages. Don't don't watch the the movie. The movie's horrible. But there's there is a younger generation out there that uh, loves that movie. Because can I've, I tell you why I hate the Polar Express? Is Vince Vaughn I in it? At, is he? I don't know. I was just like, is he? 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Tom Hanks. Um, well, I don't know if like he had like a different part. Like it's great. Like I know in Polar Express, Tom Hanks plays like a, a bunch of characters, but I didn't know if like Vince Vaughn happened to have like a part in it. And you're just like, yeah, fuck him. I hate that movie too. <laughs> Uh, no, I hate po- the Polar Express because I worked at a hotel and I managed a hotel um, not too far away from where they do the Polar Express uh, like train ride thing for kids. Yeah. And uh, so this time of year, having all of these kids come into my hotel for this Polar Express shit. And I had to do some special stuff in their rooms and I didn't get paid extra for it. That's why I hate the Polar Express. Is there a few places in this area that does it? Um, because I, there, I don't know. Because I don't. I don't think you worked in a hotel in Valley View. Which, granted, like they they do it. They do like this little Polar Express theme on this one train that goes like back and forth from kind of like Valley View to somewhere in the Cuyahoga Valley. Yeah. No, I was down in Dover. Yeah. By Werther's Carvings. Yep. <laughs> I went there a lot as a fucking kid because my dad loved that place. Uh, dude, that place is awesome. Uh, like, I don't know. I mean, for people that don't know what Warthers is, uh, he, I mean, he was, he carved a bunch of really cool shit out of wood. Like, mm-hmm. they take, like, a piece of wood and put a bunch of notches in it and turn a like a piece of wood into some flyers. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this one like real cool thing. It was like this old uh, like mill that he worked at. And it's like a bunch, he carved like all these figurines and shit uh, and a bunch of them move like stuff's wild. But like he, the thing that he's you know most known for is like all of his train carvings. Mm-hmm. The one that I remember the yeah. most is uh, Lincoln's funeral car. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that one was really good. It's very detailed too. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, down to having you know the the body being transported in, in one of the train cars. Yeah, like it's insane. His uh, his son has a uh, it's David Warther's carving. That one is out in like the Sugar Creek area, mm-hmm. and he does he does he does ships mm-hmm. up there. So you know the original Warthers did. Uh, trains and then david does the ships both places are awesome if if you're ever going to go spend some time out in amish country i've never been to the ships one but i remember as a kid seeing uh, like a little brochure for it and i was just Mm -hmm. like oh that's cool and then i think my dad was like yeah that's his son but i I knew that they were like he did ships too but yeah my my parents had a thing for they love taking their friends or maybe family out of town they uh, the two places they would hit up were both down there Number one, where there's carvings. Number two, a place that is no longer around, and I can't tell you how many times I've been there or was there, was a restaurant called Alpine Alpha, which, <laughs> which was the home of the world's largest cuckoo clock. That cuckoo clock now yep. sits in Sugar Creek, and I did visit it in 2020. And yeah, it was kind of like almost everything that I really remember of. There was I guess there were some things that, that were like different and like. They kind of bugged me, but I was just like, oh, I mean, it's been like so many years, but like we, oh, I can't, I could not tell you how many times we've been there. And I was always curious of like, cause back then, like I didn't remember where things were. Like I didn't have a map to look at. And like with as many turns as you do to get from Portage County to that part of Sugar Girl, that's not even technically Sugar Creek. I forget the exact town, but to get in that, that direction, like I didn't know what it was. 
but mm-hmm. I do know that that building, when I finally recognized the building, when I was, I drove past it, it's now a church, but I, I, I seen it one day and like, I have that memory click like, yep, that's the building right there. Yeah. They're, they're doing a lot of upgrading and stuff out there right now too, but there is, you know, there's a lot of, uh, really cool shops and stuff that you can go into and, um, yeah, just, there's a bunch of real nice stuff out that way. I, I, my, my parents live out there. So, you know, we're out there pretty, pretty often. And, uh, being in like Sugar Creek, Walnut Creek, uh, Millersburg in like September, October is the worst. So, you know, if you're going to go out there, go out there in the summertime. It's not as many people. Yeah. I think when I went to go visit the cuckoo clock, it was like May. Yeah, it's a good time to go. And it was 2020 during the pandemic, so there's a lot less people. I mean, there were people around, but it wasn't nearly as many. And then if I'm going down to Dover, I'm going to Shoney's. Yeah. Um, I can't go to Shoney's. Every single time I eat there, I it, it, we'll just say it doesn't agree with my stomach. All right, let's get into our favorite movies. Uh, what do you got for number five? Uh, can I say Jingle All the Way? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I know that we're talking about Christmas movies, so I'm just going to throw an honorable mention out there for uh, Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. Uh, yeah, I, lo- I loved that movie. Um, but uh, on my best list, uh, we're just going to go with the nice classic. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. I don't know if that would be in my top ten or not. That was a movie that. I saw it a handful of times as a kid and like we, we bought it and watched it a handful of years ago. I think, I think it's still definitely a good movie. I just don't have the attachment for it, but I, I, I might revisit that again soon. Cause that's, I mean, when it comes to like Christmas movies before the eighties, like that's like the most iconic in between that, yeah, that and sure. on 34th street. Yeah. I remember the, the first time I watched, uh, it's a wonderful life was in my sixth grade English class. Uh, it was like, you know, the week before Christmas vacation, um, you know, teachers weren't really doing much. Everybody was just trying to, you know, relax, get ready for the holiday. And, you know, every single day we'd walk into English class and we'd watch a little bit of It's a Wonderful Life. And then, you know, I've watched it as I've gotten older as well. And it's definitely one of those movies that I just, I feel like it still holds up. Okay. Remember earlier when I said I watched four Christmas movies this year? I'm wrong. Yeah. It was five because the last movie we watched, I think it was before this week before uh, the holiday. Yeah, it was. Um, it's a, it's a classic Christmas movie, but I feel like not enough of that movie felt like Christmas to me. Granted, like the end scene is around Christmas. The beginning scenes is Christmas, but they, I feel like they spend there a lot of that time focusing on a lot, a lot of Christmas things to where like, the biggest Christmas thing about it is the title. And I bring that up right now because it, I would put it up there kind of with it's a wonderful life because it's an older movie and that's white Christmas. Um, I, I, I like Bing Crosby. This was like the first time I've ever sat down and like watched a movie of his. So like, I really enjoyed him. I didn't mind like the musical aspects of it, but with a movie with a title, like white Christmas, I expected like way more out of it. And like the first song they sing is, or, Maybe it's actually the second song is White Christmas. So rest of it, there's so much of it that does, just doesn't feel like a Christmas movie to me. But 
when you're the title is white christmas and you have that song early in the movie maybe i just had too high of expectations and also starring Bing crosby yeah but yeah i don't i feel like it would be an insult to put it as my worst i think i'm out of contemplate of putting it in my worst but i could see myself revisiting that one actually it did watching that movie made me go out and buy the bing crosby christmas album because i'd been i'd seen it at walmart a bunch and i think after i watched the movie i downloaded it and i was like i'll just i'll go go buy it too so just picked it up today actually yeah bing bing crosby's great yeah my number five um almost all of mine have an element of nostalgics probably except for my number four because i don't think i watched that till i was an adult but my number five is the santa claus uh i remember watching it in the movie theater with my um aunt who has since passed away i can't remember watching many movies with her at the movie theater but i remember this being one of them and it was also with uh two of my cousins and like i know like tim allen is i don't say problematic but you know could be a little nuts in certain aspects mm-hmm. but this I, I I do really enjoy this movie. I've sensed because actually I thought I had watched the second one, but turns out I never did. Uh, but I, we watched those a couple years ago, two and three. I thought two was actually like fairly good too. Three, d- d- three's okay. I would never put three on the list, but I don't even know if I'd put two on the list. Like, there's a lot of like better movies out there. But starting off with this and everything that they did, like for the like Santa Claus lore, like. Yeah. was awesome and the only thing that it fucked me up with because of this movie i spelt santa claus wrong forever like it was a handful of years ago that i realized there's no e at the end of the actual santa claus like that was yeah. the part of like oh it's the santa claus there's that's why there's a difference like and i felt so fucked like i, I was in my 20s when i figured it out and even, i might have been like 30 and i was like oh <laughs> son of a bitch i've been spelling it wrong and no one's ever ever corrected me on it yeah. oh well um, no, I, I absolutely love that movie also. Um, that is uh, one of my girlfriend's favorite movies, the Christmas movies also. So we, we still have to watch it. Uh, but Same. you know, I grew up loving Tim Allen because like my dad was a huge fan of home improvement. Same. Um, uh, and like he, we would, you know, sit together as a family and watch and watch that show. Mm. And if, uh, like my dad, uh, he worked in a factory and he, um, was on swing shifts. So like if he was working in the afternoons, then my mom would always record it for him. But like, we'd still like watch it as a family. And then like, he would you know, come home from work and throw the tape in and watch it. And, uh, so yeah, uh, I grew up loving Tim Allen. So Santa Claus is definitely, uh, I didn't actually put it on my list, but it is, uh, one of my favorite movies that, uh, one of my favorite Christmas movies. Which number five? My number four. Or four, yeah. Uh, well, we we already talked about it on on your uh, other list, uh, but Christmas Vacation. Uh, why do you like that piece of shit so much? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, I it's just I didn't I didn't watch it whenever I was a kid. I like I didn't watch it until I was uh, until I was a little bit older, um, and. Uh, I don't know, just like how fucked up everything was and how fucked up everybody was just kind of made me uh, enjoy, enjoy the movie. A lot of great one-liners and, you know, just a dad that uh, is trying to like, you know, make the, the perfect Christmas for, for his family and the way that everything kind of gets fucked up for him just 
it, it makes me laugh. But, you know, if, if there's a father who's trying to have create a great Christmas for his son, all of a sudden that's like a, a bad movie. Is it? Because, well, because Jingle All the Way? Because just because I... <laughs> so, it, at least, you know, uh, in Christmas Vacation, the dad didn't forget to go buy his kid the, the present that he wanted. He's a he was a very busy businessman. Yeah, I know. You're you're my favorite customer. Number one customer. You're my number one customer. Yeah. Uh I, I I failed to mention in my worst list that uh I have kind of crowned it if Johnny Galecki is in a Christmas movie, it sucks. <laughs> because kinda like how I feel about Vince Vaughn with any movie. Yes. Pretty kind of the same. Um but I mean like I I don't have it high on my list. It's definitely like I just I would probably say kind of overrated. But I there's things that I do like like I said earlier, you know, Merry Christmas shitter's full, uh kiss my ass, kiss my ass, kiss his ass, whatever one like whatever, however that goes. I know that's a a, a funny line. The small little bit that there's the Wally World glasses, which I don't remember if those appear in the original or not, but uh, I always think those are cool. Like I want to own, I want to go out and buy two of them because I feel, I feel like I have to have more than one, but I just haven't done it. And I will say this too. Uh, like a lot of people talk about how bad sequels are. I forget if Christmas vacation was the second movie or the third movie. I want to say it was a third and for it to land the way it did, even though I don't like it, like that's, that says something like everyone is going mm-hmm. to love, it loves the first one, like hands down, but mm-hmm to have it to be the third movie and it like resonated as the way it did as a Christmas movie says a lot. Like the, even like with some of the movies that have received sequels that are Christmas movies, I'll actually say home alone three. I should have brought this up earlier. Not a Christmas movie. I don't think there's anything Christmas about it. Cause I think it's, he's just home from, he's just home from school sick. So technically like it's just, it has the name home alone that people think Christmas movie. So they, put it as a Christmas movie, but I don't think it is like at all. Um, now you got me wondering <laughs> cause I don't think there's anything Christmas about it. Like there's definitely this, this, you know, thing that we talk about in the Faye five of, I always die hard a Christmas movie and like that part's debatable, but I think no matter which version you use, I, I think the only reason people think home alone three is a Christmas movie is because home alone's on it. I don't think, I think it might be around Christmas time, but I don't know if there's any Christmas decorations. I couldn't tell you if there's like a tree in someone's house or anything like that. It's just like winter and the kids home from school sick. So if he's home from school, there's not a winter break. Hmm. So there's that aspect. But anyway, the whole point is like uh, home alone three, definitely worse than the first two. Um, Definitely. Santa Claus three, definitely worse than the first two. So here you have one that's in this trilogy that if I would compare it to the only other series that I can think of off the top of my head that did this, where they had two regular movies and then the third one was a Christmas movie, which probably would make my top 10 is Friday after next. <laughs> Cause I, I love the Friday series and I actually I'm, I'm a weird person. I think two is better than one, but I think like for a Christmas, like what it did for a Christmas movie is, is decent, but it, it's still like you can't compare it to the vacation. I forgot that Friday after next was a Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it it is one of the uh, 
okay, I talk about how I put my all my Christmas movies away because it's in the trilogy it's in it stays out all year but ironically i and i'm actually might switch it up this year what you would think i would have in the horror section i have with my christmas movies like i i do have all the black christmases those all stay with the christmas movies but i keep a box set which is only two movies but of gremlins in with the christmas movies <laughs> so actually we might sit down and watch that watch that this year i for me i I don't classify Gremlins necessarily a Christmas movie, but it's only because like that and Die Hard, I had to be told later on like, oh yeah, those are, there's Christmas in those. I'm like, oh, even I didn't really watch them as a kid, but like, I never thought Christmas. I thought like action movie and horror movie, but yeah, that's splitting hairs. Like obviously I'm the, the person that a few years in a row put Gremlins with Christmas movies and didn't do anything about it. But I think this year I'm going to put it with the other ones. Cause I want to, uh, especially when I want to sit down and watch two, Ironically enough, also with Hulk Hogan. My uh, my fourth one is A Christmas Story. This is the only one that I don't have any nostalgia for because I did not watch this until uh, I want to say I might have been 16 or 17. So I was like older, but there's a lot that I enjoy about this movie. The fact that also like it was shot. Part of it was shot close by. I've been to the house a few times, been to that museum a couple times. Um. I've grown over the years to like really enjoy it. But my, my caveat with this, even though I own multiple copies of it, I prefer to have it on TV during Christmas. Like if you're up earlier and there's no game on or anything like have that on instead and you don't have to be sitting watching it. Like if it's just on in the background, I love it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I have a lot of nostalgia for a Christmas story. Uh, that's, you know, I was one of those people that, uh, on Christmas Eve turned TBS on and, uh, did not turn TBS off and had, you know, 24 hours of a Christmas story playing, uh, the whole entire time. Uh, one of my old teachers, um, is actually in the movie. Um, she, at the very beginning, uh, she is one of the Salvation Army trumpeters, um, so we you know, she showed that uh, in class. Um, yeah, I I don't have that on my list, uh, but that is one of the movies that I have a lot of nostalgia for. Um, did you watch the new one? Not yet. I don't have Paramount Plus, but I think when we want to sit down and watch it, uh, we're gonna do like a just whatever free trial it is, and then probably cancel. So we can we can just yeah. flat out watch it for free. I've heard mixed reviews, but I, oh. I want to sit down and watch it. Um, I think I, I'm gonna I, like I won't it. say anything to spoil it, uh, but I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and I feel like it stayed very true to you know, the original as well. Uh, the funny thing that I've heard people talk about, they're like, Oh, can't believe they made a sequel for a Christmas story. I'm like, Oh, you're forgetting about the other two. Yeah. Because there's a Christmas story too. And there's also a, summer story or something like that so it's like mm -hmm. they made two fucking sequels for that thing not with any of the original cast but right this is the first like true sequel because as far as i'm correct they brought everybody back that they could yeah yeah um it's a lot of a lot of the original cast mm -hmm. yeah yeah i i enjoyed it a lot highly recommend watching it if i mean especially you know if you're a fan of the original uh christmas story all right uh what's your number four Elf. I have always been, well, I don't want to say I've always been because 
a lot of the stuff that he's done lately I, I don't like, but um, I always loved Will Ferrell. So whenever Elf came out, I still was in the you know part of my life where I loved Will Ferrell. There's a lot of nostalgia uh, for with that movie for me. Um, it's just it's one of them that I watch uh, every every time around every every year around Christmas. Uh, that's another one I watched uh, about ten years ago or so. I, I remember not connecting with it, and then we rewatched it and. I still didn't necessarily connect with, but there's still stuff that I, I do enjoy. Like it's not on my worst list. It's not on my best list. Um, and I think too, like with the cast, like even outside of Will Ferrell, you have, you know, uh, James can Bob Newhart, uh, Ed Asner. Like, I mean, that, that's three fucking vets right there that really like help the story. I think early, uh, Zoe Deschanel is great. Like, I think, I think yeah. she's amazing in that movie. Yeah, I agree. Uh, a an early piece of Kyle Gas. <laughs> I will say that that does pop me now. Uh, I was kind of I thought Vince Vaughn might have been in this movie because just that's why I was looking through uh the IMDb for it. But no, I think it's because uh, John Favreau's in it. Mm. So that what makes me think Vince Vaughn's. But yeah, yeah. I guess Vince Vaughn's on it. Yeah, I don't mind Elf. I think uh, we might rewatch that this year. I don't. I also say like. It has a lot of like funny parts. The fact that there's parts of that movie that are a parody of the claymation movies of like, you know, the Rudolph and everything. Yeah. Like I, I do love that. It's, that's a way that like they're making fun of the movies, but they're also just like paying homage to them. And you know, the elf is, the elf is like kind of like a modern classic yeah, to, to where like, you know, in 20 years, people are going to be talking about, you know, like they're going to look at it similar like home alone or, or Christmas vacation, mm-hmm. but like we grew up around that. And so it's like, it feels that was, it feels weird that like, Oh, that's not one that I sat and, you know, I watched as a kid countless times. No, that was one that I, I saw as an adult or close to it the first time when it came out. All right. My next one, I'm going to cheat a little bit because that's what, that's what I can do. Uh, I actually have a tie. So it's technically a tie for second place because much like my favorite wrestler of all time, I can't pick between these two. For that, it's Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels as number one. For this, it's Home Alone 1 and 2 in second place. I love genuinely both of them. There is so much about them that I can quote. Um, for I think for Austin, New York to be the sequel that it was, like I, to me, it's still on the same level. To the point of, I can't remember what I did. Oh, I know what I did with it. I was, I was actually trying to figure out, like, what the fuck did I do with my talk boy? I put it in my, with my stereo stuff, and right now I have my kiss collection in front of it. So I can't see it, but you know, it, it, as a kid, it made me want to talk boy. And then to a point of, as an adult, I still went out and like, I wanted another one. So like, I love like a lot of that stuff for two. And there's other stuff that I like about two and the same thing with one. And I could watch them both every year. Like I think for the first few years that we were together, we like, we'd watch, I think the first year we watched home alone one, the next year we watched home alone two. And then last year, the year before we watched both of them. So we might do that again this year. I'm not hundred percent sure, but hands down like i i think those are both great and yeah they're they've been uh a repeat for many years i'm trying to remember if we did it last year i don't think we did but we might rewatch them this year on vhs because that is something that i like to do if i can sit down and like rewatch an old movie especially if i've already seen it like on vhs adds a little bit of nostalgia to it i think it's fun home alone for me um i would honestly probably have to tie them as well uh 
I tend to watch the first one more than I watch the second one, but I, I, mean, I, I absolutely love those, love them both. Um, my girlfriend, when I, you know, I, I was asking her like what her favorite Christmas movies were, and I told her that you know one of mine was Home Alone, and she told you know told me how much she hated the movie, and you know because the whole thing of uh you know like what parent like what kind of parent leaves their their kid and goes to another country and uh i finally you know, i made her sit down and watch the other day and she just like you know tried to like get that part of it out of her head and she said she actually enjoyed it um but yeah home alone one and it, it's hard to like not put home alone two right there with it i definitely agree with you it's something that i think about especially with you know, flying again recently for the first time since 96, that uh, how much of that movie, like, couldn't happen today? Like, that movie would have been, like, a half hour long because they get to the airport and it's just like, all right, boarding it had stopped. Yep. So, <laughs> like, you realize during, like, security uh, pre-check that, you know, you're you're missing one. So it's like, oh, we got to go, gotta go home and get Kevin. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll catch you on the next flight. You know, we'll rebook it. And all this yeah. kind of shit. So, uh, it, which you know, one thing that I, I would like to point out is you could like around this time, I always see this meme that goes around. It's like, you know, I want to know what Kevin McAllister's dad did to be able to afford to take 15 people to Paris. It wasn't Kevin McAllister's dad, it was Kevin McAllister's uncle Rob who got transferred to Paris, and he's the one that was paying for everybody to go over. I just seen that this week and yeah, hundred percent agree. I think, I mean, you get the other part of it where it's, you know, how much did he make to afford that house? Cause yeah. like that house is like a big fucking deal. Yeah, it is. But yeah, the, I a hundred percent agree though that. Yeah. It, it's things that people forget that it's, it was definitely the uncle that paid for it. And also on top of everything too, it's something that, that I, I've seen this year more than anything, because like there's now this thing where people go, well, if, if Die Hard's not a Christmas movie, then then Home Alone's not a Christmas movie because they're basically the same movie. And I I saw someone try to debate saying that you could have Home Alone take place in the spring and it would be the same thing. And I'm like, no, like this is me going from my memory, just remembering what the movie's like, not sitting there watching the movie and taking notes. Um, the fact that they all wanted to spend Christmas together in Paris. That's why everybody went instead of like yeah. part of the family going everybody was going you wouldn't have the same thing for for spring break or whatever right. um there's and, all and you're not going to have a whole bunch of presents and stuff under the tree for the thieves to go in and steal which is kind of like another you know like they're sitting there playing with all the presents and shit whenever they're robbing the houses yeah and then which i, I didn't even think about that part of it but there's also everybody left in the neighborhood because of Christmas vacation. And yeah. it could easily say, well, everybody went on, would went on spring break. If I know one thing, like if there's like a family thing going on, especially like with the McAllister family going to Paris, not every spring break lined up. Like mm -hmm. your school could be one week and like this one town over theirs could be the next week. So yep. you have, you have that aspect of where it wouldn't work. And like, most of Marley's character, the for those who don't know, that's the you know like the old dude that shovels snow and everything. His storyline wouldn't make sense 
Yeah. Outside of A, he shovels snow, but there's also like, you know, the time that him and Kevin are around each, like whenever Kevin like finally talks to him is at a re- like rehearsal for a Christmas Eve pageant or a church service type thing. And yeah. it's about how, then I'm talking about how him wanting to spend time with his, like his estranged niece. Yeah. A strained son, but like also because of his niece, but like, like, you know, they, yeah. they finally get around each other on Christmas day. So it's like, no, I can understand. Like people are just mad because people say that about diehard, but like, no, like, like even not coming from it as like, I'm a, I don't think diehard's Christmas movie, but I'm like, Hey, I always say, Hey, if you want it, you want it to be, that's fine. But if you look a lot of stuff with Home Alone, you can't say that. You cannot right. say that like Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. And there's actually there is an article that I I didn't even attempt to read. It was an opinion piece of someone saying that Home Alone's not a Christmas movie. There's now it's people are trying to say like, well, no, it just takes place at Christmas. So, it, but there doesn't have any Christmas themes. And I'm like, the whole the whole movie's a, the Christmas theme. Yeah, like I, I don't. I mean, I, he even he even asks uh, Santa to you know bring his family back for Christmas. Oh yeah, there is that that part where he he uh he goes and sees that one Santa. Yeah, and I mean even you know, with the second one too, you know the whole thing takes place in uh you know at the toy store and the whole thing is revolving you know around you know the, they're going in to rob the toy store because of how much money is going to be in there from everybody buying all these Christmas presents. Yeah, I, well the one person that I was debating it with they were like well two is definitely is but like one's not it's just an unneeded plot point and i'm like bullshit and then after i put down everything that i that i had mentioned like i didn't get a response back kind of like they, they yeah because it's like i put a lot out there and like that again that's just me going by memory yeah and like i'm not even counting like oh there's snow and yeah, there could be snow in like february too but what would make it more of a christmas movie like well, yeah. you know we live in ohio so we could have snow in may <laughs> yeah I've I've left AIW shows in April that had snow. Yep, and they didn't have it. Didn't have snow when I got there. That's when I left. I was back in Mount Carmel. Oh, I can't remember the show. I just remember leaving. Like, what the fuck is this? Where'd this come from? All right, so that was what was tied for two for me. So, what's your number three? Um, I well, I only have one left now. Oh, so, so said, did you also have Home Alone uh, one and two tied? Well, I I only had uh, Home Alone one down there originally, but uh, I kind of I had to agree with you on the tying them with the one. Uh, okay. Like, uh, but yeah, let's see. I had uh, It's a Wonderful Life, Elf, Christmas Vacation. That's true. Home Alone, and then so my my uh, my top one is going to go to uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, uh, the Jim Carrey version, and that one. Um, Again, it's a nostalgia thing. Uh, it's my it's my mother's favorite Christmas movie. Uh, so whenever I was, you know, after that movie came out, you know, we always watched it with my mom, and uh, it's you know, still one of them that I go back and I watch. Maybe not every year, but at least every other year. What do you think is better, the Jim Carrey version or the original animated short? Um, I prefer watching the jim carrey version oh okay i'm i'm more of a short one like i i absolutely love that that short is iconic i mean granted fucking it's in home alone yeah uh but uh i love a lot about uh the animated one so i don't put that on my list but it's only because i put it on my list one year and someone was like well that was 
that was like a made for TV thing. So it's not really a movie. And I'm like, so I I just avoid it and kind of like put it in its own category. But yeah, I think I, the animated one is the best one, but the, the Jim Carrey one, I felt like after it came out, like people hated, but over the years, it's gotten a really good reputation. If I would compare it to any movie, kind of reminds me a little bit of like, um, Halloween three. I, I don't watch horror movies. <laughs> well, Halloween three, when it came out, because it was the only one that didn't have Michael Myers in it because they were trying to make it, uh, an anthology type series that on, that just the only thing that connected them was they were all around had to deal with, uh, Mike Myers. But the fact that they made a sequel for the original, uh, and then they made this third one that had absolutely nothing to do with it. People hated it and they wanted Michael Myers to return. So they just like, uh, brought him back for the fourth movie. And like obviously okay. created created the series that they did with it afterwards, but over time, like I mean, at that time, people there's a lot of people that hated it, but over time, it has it has grown a huge cult following. And I I think the Jim Carrey Grinch is the same thing. I felt like after it came out, there was just a, a lot of people that hated it, but over time, you had people who were very young when it came out, so now they're adults and they're like, yeah, I really I really like this movie. And then you have people that probably liked it back then, like you, that now are also older and they can voice their opinion a lot easier to where they are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it is also, I will admit it's very quotable and I do like the way they've been able to make all these Grinch movies. And that accounts the short into it of like, they're all like a little bit different. Like they add so much more story to the Grinch, to the Jim Carrey one. Yeah, they do. They're like, they're like, well, how did the Grinch get like this? Well, here's how. And like, it makes you look at the Grinch from like a, a different, light and then also it's like uh well if we know what we know about him from this movie then uh somebody threw away max and that's how he got his dog mm-hmm. uh, and then there's the the which i i found the first part of this out today but i knew this the second half like i had known for a while that i guess when this movie was made whenever like in 1998 when uh dr seuss's widow was like open to hearing pitches to studios of like a live action version of the Grinch. One of her stipulations was there couldn't be any adult humor. That part I didn't know. They snuck one joke in and that is the key party where all, all the who's at this one particular part are showing up to this party and dropping their keys in a bowl as a kid. Mm -hmm. That means nothing to you to many adults. That means nothing nothing to you but if you get the reference you get the fucking reference and they threw an adult joke in there that went over a lot of people's head at the time and i think i mean i think that was that's pretty fucking hilarious so the who's were swingers yeah or at least those the who's that showed up were swingers to that party it's not like everybody in town was but Hmm. there's some swinging who's yeah i don't know that i've ever caught that I I saw that online like a handful of years ago and then we rewatched it past year or two. I like kept my eye out for it. I'm like, yeah, there it is. Okay. Interesting. And I will say like Jim Carrey as the Grinch is damn near perfect. Like you're, you're filling that iconic role mm-hmm. from the cartoon and like you, he found a way to do it. And like, and I guess one of the things that really sold uh, Dr. Seuss's widow on it on Jim Carrey as the Grinch was the smile because he could do it in real life without any makeup or special effects. So like totally, totally fucking works. And 
I do like that aspect of it. And I think a lot of people kind of undercut the Benedict Cumberbatch cringe, but I, I, I think it's going to be like the Jim Carrey one, the kids that have been sitting there watching it, you know, the past few years since it's been out watching it at home and everything, when they get in their twenties, that's going to be their iconic Grinch. Like they'll probably yeah. know the Jim Carrey Grinch and they'll probably like it, but they're gonna be like, Oh, you know, I grew up watching this one and I, I really like it. Cause I remember that it fell in that thing when, when that movie came out, a lot of people just bitched about it. Oh, I can't believe they fucking remade it. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, people hated Jim Carrey too. And mm-hmm. that one's like wildly over. Yeah. All right. So I guess I got to get to my number one. Um, I, I guess it's not going to be a huge surprise to anybody, but my number one Christmas movie is I'm trying to think of a fake Christmas movie. I could say <laughs> deck the halls, uh, a merry freaking Christmas. The one that I probably I shit, the one that I probably would say that would make the most sense, but I'm blanking on the name of it. So I have to like scroll through some stuff. Scrooge. <laughs> Ah, not a fan. Not a fan. The man who invented Christmas. Fuck, how long was it ago that I tweeted that out? Fuck. <laughs> that's what I'm going through. I could find it in my pictures, but it would take too fucking long. Oh, uh, my number one pick is Angels with Filthy Souls. Uh, yes. For those of you who don't know, that is the movie that Kevin's watching in Home Alone. And I have a, quote, VHS copy of it. It's just a, a box art and a a bullshit VHS tape, which it has all the markings for it. But the, there's, I think I've mentioned before, there's a ton of fucking Easter eggs on the uh, cassette tape itself. Yeah. But that's a, that's a good piece to have. Yeah. My number one is jingle on the way. I own four turbo mans, one of the originals, three of the remakes. One is opened two are still in the box, but one of them in the box is wrapped up and it's wrapped up in turbo man wrapping paper. I own two shirts that are uh, um, both from homage that are jingle all the way related. One says turbo man or it's turbo time. And the other one says, uh, put that cookie down. Uh, absolute classic. Uh, kind of like what I mentioned earlier of, you know, it takes me back to when the movie came out because or actually, yeah, it was a little bit after, a little bit before the movie came out. So this movie came out after the hype was starting to die down. But I mentioned it before Power Rangers. I had a lot of the Power Ranger toys and I know like my parents went through some of the same shit. And I feel like the way that that is perceived at the stores is exactly what my parents went through to get the same stuff. So I love it for that. Uh, I mentioned when we mentioned earlier, Sinbad, I uh, Phil Hartman too. Like there's a lot of like, iconic Phil Hartman characters and like he kind of steals the show here like Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of plays the same dude in almost every movie but this is one where it's like he has to I mean he all he has that dude of being this like big strong guy but there's never a point where he has to be a big strong guy as in like even when it comes to like the big fight scene it's not like him just like kicking everybody's ass Mm -hmm. Uh, there's times where it's mentioned about like him being being strong but nothing like he is this like gym rat type of guy. He's a dude who, you know, is just too connected to his work life and all this kind of stuff. And it, you know, it fucks with his personal life. And this is like at the point where all of that like blows up in his face and everything happens at once. Uh, I think one of the big things that I, I get from watching it as an adult is 
trying to figure out how this could all fit in one day, like everything that happens in the second day of the show, uh, the movie. Mm -hmm. Cause it's just like, okay, he gets up and it's light out. He does all this stuff. It's light out. He goes to this parade. It's light out the whole time. How does this fit in a day? And like, not by the end of that parade, it's starting to get dark. And we're talking Minnesota in the middle of winter. Like, it's just not entirely adding up. But I still, still love it. I still quote the shit out of it. Uh, Hands down my favorite. And there's a lot of, you know, people from my generation that like, they echo that this is, this is their number one. Obviously, Brock is not one of them. But uh, yeah, I I know the highly. I still watch it every year, though. You do. People, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't rewatch stuff. Like, I'm not going to be like, God, I hate Christmas vacation. Yeah. We're going to watch it tomorrow and next year. Well, and that's that. thing, I, just because I put it on my worst list, it just like, as a movie, I just don't think it's great, but like, I, you know, I watch it for the nostalgia and you know, it, even whenever I go back and watch it now, like I still enjoy it, but it's just, you know, not a great movie. God, I can't wait to. Can't wait till it's Christmas Eve and and, I, and I'm watching that Browns play you're, that you're, Browns play that day. So how I put it on my worst list. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about how great this fucking movie is. I can love it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's our uh, our list. Our our Chris favorite Christmas movies and worst worst was kind of hard ish. I mean, I didn't even do five, but I think with a lot of people too, it's. A lot of times, like you find those movies you like, especially from your childhood, and like you don't deviate from them. I know, yeah. I know, I've seen a bunch of other ones, but I don't know if, like, I don't know if I'd want to put uh, the Bad Moms sequel that I know is a Christmas movie that I've seen. There's the uh, whatever that like one dad movie is, where it's like all these dads in it, and like John Cena's in it. I know uh, that. Daddy, Daddy's Home Two, yeah, like that. Yeah, Daddy's Home Two, uh, also a Christmas movie, like. I don't know if I consider those bad. One of those, I think it was Bad Moms. Uh, saw it in the theater and bit down on a um, some popcorn and like cracked one of my teeth. Ugh. So I was sitting there the whole time in fucking pain. Not like total like, oh my God, this is horrible pain. But I'd have to like, putting ice on it was me taking a sip of an Icy. Because it did, it did kind of like help relieve it. Like help it like feel okay for mm-hmm. a handful of seconds. But ugh, like that's... I've never revisited since then. Absolutely sucked. All right. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess that'll do it for our Christmas movies. Any final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? Uh, well, you know, just one more honorable mention you know, because you talked about like the Grinch short. Uh, one of my favorite things uh, you know, from my, my entire life is uh, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, whenever I was a kid, I loved that so much that like you know, we, we had a, a real tree whenever I was a kid. And my parents would always cut a branch off and put it into a pot so that I could have like my own little Charlie Brown Christmas tree. And uh, a couple of years ago, my mom found, you know, like they make like artificial ones. Uh, so I have a, a Charlie, Bre- Charlie Brown tree now as a kid or as an adult. Um, that's always been one of my favorite things. Um, as far as last minute plugs, uh, I, you know, have a catering company it's called smoke and jay's barbecue uh if you are getting married uh graduating having a, a backyard party convention um 
whatever and uh you need somebody to make you some some good food for it uh hit me up uh smoking underscore jays bbq on uh, twitter and instagram uh smoking jays catering on facebook uh got toy hio coming up in february um but uh, i'm kind of you know I, I was telling you before we started recording kind of thinking about a lot of different things and if i can't get some stuff on the books for 23 um you know 2023 2024 um 2023 might be the the last year that i do this for a little while so um you know maybe forever maybe for a couple of years uh we'll see so um if you want to uh, help give me a reason to continue doing smoking jays hit me up and order some catering. Um, other than that, I don't think I have anything else. Uh, thanks for having me on again, man. I appreciate it. Hope everybody has uh, a very Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever it is that you celebrate. Um, I hope that you enjoy it and get to spend some time with, uh, with people that you love. Uh, before I, I close out with all my plugs and everything, but I, I, I think I have a Charlie Brown Christmas on my, like, I have to revisit. I don't think I've seen it since I was a kid and I have very little memory of it. I think, I think I'm going to like it. Cause like Charlie Brown is just a hands down a classic. Uh, but I, yeah. I do want to pick up that album on vinyl, the like Chris, the Charlie Brown Christmas album. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I know that's like another classic. Like I've can't remember. I've talked about it before when it comes to like Christmas albums, I am stuck in my ways. I grew up with a, a uh, billboard like top 10 Christmas album. There might be like, I think there might be 10 tracks on it, but it's like the whole idea was like they made two of them and one was up to a certain point And the other one was after that all the way up to quote present day. And it ends with the last song on it. That's the most recent is grandma got ran over by a reindeer. That second album I grew up with and like we played the fuck out of it. Like that was like the only real Christmas album we ever had. So like, I am like, I have a lot of nostalgia for it when it comes mm-hmm. to like, there's other Christmas music that I like, but it's just stuff that I kind of grew up with that my dad listened to. Uh, but when it comes to like other artists putting out Christmas albums, I'm, I've never gravitated towards any of them, but this year I'm, I'm trying out the uh, Bing Crosby one because I know like how good he is and a lot of stuff. And he actually, he's on one of those albums. Uh, the other one is the Charlie Brown one. I've, and like I said, I I've, think I've seen it at a Walmart. I just haven't picked it up or it hasn't been at one since I've wanted to get it. But I like there is that like Charlie Brown Christmas song that uh, is a classic and I definitely want it. Yeah, I, I think you should uh, you should definitely watch it. And you know, like I said, man, that's like, that's one of those out of anything you know, that uh, involves Christmas. Um, Charlie Brown Christmas is my absolute favorite thing. And I'm going to revisit a Muppet Christmas Carol this year. I remember watching it as a kid at school and I didn't care for it, but it's mainly because like at that point, the main one I'd ever sat down and watched was the Disney one with Mickey Mouse. And to mm-hmm. me, to me, that's the hands. That's always going to be my favorite. But maybe as an adult, I can enjoy the Muppet one, especially with um, just hands on being older and being able to look at it uh, through a, through different lenses, except not when I was in fourth grade. Right. So 
And uh, uh, probably surprising a lot of people, I did not have Die Hard at my worst. I was kind of surprised you didn't have Die Hard on either of your lists because I figured I don't know, everybody loves throwing that one out. And, you know, we, we have a thing here on the show of like talking about it being a Christmas movie or not. But yeah, uh, neither both Brock and I did not have it in our worst or our best. That is something you have to live with. Yep. It's a it's a holiday movie. No, 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 the fuck it's not. <laughs> <laughs> People can say it's a Christmas, I mean, Christmas movie, It's, but I say it's not a holiday movie. I've probably watched Die Hard, you know, more times in June than what I did, like, watch Home Alone in June. Yeah. I mean, there's this new kind of definition. I don't I want to say it as official, but there's people who are just like, well, there's these movies that I, I just want to watch around Christmas. And there's two franchises that I've heard people say, and I think as well, it's because those, that's when they hit theaters. So you, mm-hmm. you had that you were conditioned for to be like, oh, like, you know, it's Christmas. Oh, I got to watch these movies. And those are Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. I mean, granted, with Star Wars, it was the, the most recent three. But I even said when those start to come out like that, I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. Why are you going to come out in the middle of summer when that's huge blockbuster season? But the winter season, especially around Christmas, is also a really big season for movies. So have it then when you have way less competition and you're fucking Star Wars, like you get to shine out better than anybody. And like all those movies, the one that did the worst was the one that did not release in that time frame was when they released Solo in like May. And I was like, yeah, that was stupid. Anyway, uh, you can find myself at jsummers330 on TikTok, Twitter and Instagram and Hive, much like you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash resting cheers, Twitter.com slash resting cheers, and Instagram.com slash resting cheers. Email if you so choose desire resting cheers at gmail.com. Like I said earlier in the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. Your Everlist is fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, restingcheers.podbean.com. And all of those links are in the show notes and under the link tree link check out our podcast friends such as pod van dam super fantastic podcast it's evolution baby the indie cast sobros network biff radio game marks podcast power bomb jitsu spotlight series fully posable positively pro wrestling iwtv guide if you catch my grift at odds with wrestling marks with mics x over the pal driver podcast tornado tag podcast the Uncut Wrestling Podcast. This ends at Prom and Porch Talk. And check out our other non-podcasting friends, such as The Mystery Men, Red Light Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Danger Zone Video in Juliet, Tennessee, Heart of Gold, Toy Hio Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, JCP Designs, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. And remember, you're my number one customer. Later. It's the Wrestling Cheers. Get up on your feet. Praying in your day, in the middle of the week. And you gotta love the show. Yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast. Talking wrestling in Ohio. Finishing a cold one. Take a load off. We ain't all about the prohibition like Josh. So we cheers. 
And then we sit back Other shows are in the trash Kinda like they Nick Stapp Like the name is Matt Justice Wearing all the gold Wrestling cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max Signing off Ohio Good night The world Good night We love you We'll see you next week